Hello and welcome. The goal of this podcast is to get listeners connected with others in the sports industry because they say it's all about who you know and now you know us. All right. Hello and welcome to the Constant Sports Podcast. We uh, are excited to have Deandra Duggins on the podcast today. Thanks for joining us. No problem. Thanks for having me. Of course. And we also have our excellent co-host, Callan Kuhlman, today. Glad to be here. Ready to get rolling. Yeah, it's quite the uh, all-star crew we have today, so we're excited to dive in and learn a little bit more about the sports industry and how we can all stay connected. So just a little bit of background on our guest today. Deandra has over a decade worth of experiences in the sports industry with companies like the Baltimore Ravens, Event DC, Billy Casper Golf. Now she is the VP of Brand Marketing with the Las Vegas Aces, and she's also taught at St. Mary's University in Georgetown. So we're looking to dive into those experiences that she's had and really learn and grow and see how we can become better in the sports industry. So let's uh, just dive in first here, if that's all right with you, Deandra. And we'll just talk a little bit about kind of your time at Georgia State, how you got into the program, why'd you choose Georgia State? Um, you Obviously, you went to NC State. And then how'd you kind of go down there? What are other programs? Just kind of give us that um, a process. Sure. Um, first, thanks again for, for having me on. I really appreciate uh, the consideration. Mm -hmm. um, so yeah, I, like you mentioned, I went to North Carolina State University for undergrad. Uh, the program, and I majored in sports management with a minor in sports marketing. Um, and people who have heard my story before know this, that I started as an animal science major. I thought I wanted to be a veterinarian. And then after right. my sophomore year of college, I, I changed my major. Um, after trying out a, a few different classes and just kind of um, seeing like what I what I really liked and what I could see myself doing, because um, obviously you know asking an eighteen year old what you want to do for the rest of of your life is kind of a really crazy <laughs> question when you think about it. We have no idea what is out there at that point. Um, so I changed my major, majored in sports management. At NC State, the sports management program is in the College of Natural Resources, so it's more parks, recreation, and tourism management. So um, it wasn't exactly, uh, you know, uh, I guess, direct in working with like sports teams. So I thought like my path was going to be like working, you know, as, uh, you know, managing recreation centers or something like that. Like I really wasn't quite sure. So that is really honestly why I chose the Georgia State program. Um, I knew I wanted to go to grad school. I knew I wanted to kind of, um, you know, really kind of find my niche and really just pick up more skills um, working in professionals, college and professional sports. Uh, Georgia State was one of the programs that I thought would be best for me being in such um, a great city like Atlanta with representation for all major sports. Um, I just knew that I could get down there and really find, you know, find my path. Um, and at the very least, try a lot of things. So um, after I graduated undergrad, I moved to New York for an internship um, in January. And then I started at Georgia State in August. Um, I also picked Georgia State because they had um, they had a, um, what's it called? A graduate assistantship opportunity for me. So mm -hmm. I was able to work in the athletics department while getting my tuition paid for. So that was, that was huge. Um, yeah. So yeah, um, went down to Atlanta. Um, and I just really kind of hit the ground running. Like I said, I had an assistantship. I was working in the athletics department in sports information. Um, and I quickly realized that I, that was not what I wanted to do for the rest of my life. <laughs> it was a means to an end. I learned so much in that position, just managing several different um, Olympic sports. So I was in charge of 
uh, track and field, men's and women's tennis, also provided support for, um, you know, basketball. And at that time they were, they, they had, they didn't have a football program yet, but they were in the development stages of bringing football to Georgia state. So it was really cool to be a part of that, um, early on. Um, but while I was there, I was, you know, a student, I was working, you know, part-time basically with, uh, the athletics department, but then I had a part-time job at the Atlanta Hawks. I had another internship with uh, the Atlanta Falcons. And then I've worked like at Georgia Tech. I worked at a number of other places. Um, so just really just trying to get as much experience as I could and meet as many people as I could. Um, because like I said, Atlanta is just so ripe for just sports marketing. There's so many opportunities there. So that's why I chose Georgia State and um, kind of what my college and co- or graduate career consisted of. Yeah, it's cool to hear that you kind of had the opportunity to both get, you know, further your education. And then also, like you mentioned, all those different experiences, whether it was with the Hawks or the Falcons or with um, Georgia State Athletics, would you say kind of um, having the opportunity to both work at Georgia State and continue your education was kind of your biggest takeaway from that program? Or what would you say sort of in the classroom was kind of the biggest takeaway that you had while you were getting your master's? Um, like, I think what was, what was really cool about Georgia State was, you know, everything I was learning, you know, in the classroom, I was applying in real time, um, with my internships and obviously learning from people who were all, were also working in the industry, um, but also came from academia. So it was a a good mix of the two. Um, I think the biggest takeaway, you know, from Georgia State, again, is experience and then just meeting my, like working with my peers, like the peers that I had, I, I was, you know, in my cohort with at Georgia State, like they're still my peers in the industry. So like I keep in touch with them, like we're sharing opportunities. We're able to give each other opportunities or give a nod to something else. Um, so that was super important, just kind of learning alongside the people that you are going to be working alongside um, in the industry. Yeah, that's huge. And I think as Karen and I, we recently graduated as well from uh, Arizona State. And I think a lot of the you know, in grad school, it's all about kind of the connections and that type of thing. But as you've gone in through your career, like you mentioned, what was kind of the biggest, um, you, you talked about a little application and networking, but would that, would you say that's kind of your biggest, um, like takeaway or ha- have, how have you seen your masters like help you in your career? Um, several ways. Um, I mean, obviously, you know, the, the core practices of marketing, you know, they don't really change. Um, obviously the platforms and how we execute might change, but those core, that foundation doesn't really change. Um, so I'm, I'm using that in practice every day. Um, and then also I'm teaching it too. So I, you know, kind of still have to be in touch and in tune with what's going on and how the industry is changing. Um, financial stuff, <laughs> definitely important. Mm-hmm. How to manage budgets, how to manage big budgets, um, how to strategically yep. use money and also how to generate revenue. Um, and just the different streams and ways to generate revenue. Like that was huge for um, a lot of our projects at Georgia State, um, understanding the different verticals of of, a sport, of the sports um, industry, as well as the different verticals of the team. Like, you know, it's not just for us ticket sales. It's, you know, we have uh, revenue streams in retail, um, tune in, um, getting people to, you know, watch, listen, and engage with our games. And also watch, listen, and engage with our players. Like it's so many different verticals that we're responsible for in marketing. Um, that's not it's not just ticket sales. So all of that was really like it was taught, but it was also applied too. So right. Yeah, that's uh that's great to hear. And kind of 
sticking with sort of the sports industry, I know you mentioned when you originally attended NC State sort of at the beginning, it obviously wasn't sports focused. And then you made the switch sort of close to halfway through college. Um, why do you think you eventually made the switch to sports? And what was it about the sports industry that really attracted you as opposed to doing something else? Um, well, I made the switch. So I'm a little bit older than you guys, I'm sure. I don't know how old you are, but I, I, I'm pretty sure I'm a bit older. Um, you know, back then, and that sounds so old, not back then, but when I was when I was graduating high school and going into college, like I honestly just did not know all that was available. Um, you know, you can really only see as much as you're exposed to. So, I mean, of course, like I watched sports. I grew up playing sports. I, I played basketball all my life. Um, but but what I knew was what I knew. Um, I didn't know that there was this whole industry behind putting on the games that I was watching on TV. Um, I didn't know what the people on the sideline were actually doing, but I just thought they were there. Um, but I just didn't know how things worked. And so, you know, I, I gravitated towards picking a major that was safe and picking one that, you know, like I know what a veterinarian does. Like, I don't have to really question that, you know, I, right. I know that's a safe <laughs> career. Um, so that's what I did. And also, to be quite honest, NC State offered me, gave me a scholarship to do that. So I was like, okay, <laughs> you know, uh, I'm going to take off a little bit of the load financially. That's great, too. Um, but, yeah. you know, once I got in there, you know, I started, you know, college just opens your eyes to so many different different things and you're exposed to so many different people and you know I was I was doing well in the program but I just couldn't couldn't see myself doing that for the rest of my life and and knowing what I know now like you don't have to do anything for the rest of your of your life you can change your mind at any time um, but that was a critical point in my um kind of education and trajectory and so you know I, I took the time to just take different classes and things that I was interested in so you know, I, I was interested in learning about marketing and I was interested in learning about, you know, this new world of sports management. And, um, you know, it's not just about the games and Jerry Maguire, but the the business behind it. And so, you know, when I went into those classes and I talked to my advisor and she was like, you know, you could merge these two things together. And so she was like, have you thought about sports management? I was like, no, not really. Um, and so I you know talked to her and she was like, these are the types of careers that are available to you in that industry. And I was like, wow, that's, that's pretty cool. So um, I switched my major. I got an internship in the athletics department, in the marketing department, and I was working with women's basketball. And so there is where it really clicked. Cause I was like, okay, this is like how the magic happens. And this mm -hmm. is like kind of using my, a good combination or a good balance of my left side and my right side of my brain. Like, obviously, you know, coming from a science background, you learn a little bit differently. Um, you learn how to learn, right? And then marketing, you're just kind of, it's a little bit of science, but there's a little bit of art to it too. So it's yeah. kind of to merging those two lanes. And um, I just, I, I in love with that I think I think I'm pretty good at it <laughs> so um it's just been you know it's been good for me ever since it's given a lot to me as well yeah that's huge and then as you were able to get those internships and kind of do your graduate assistant uh, program at Georgia State um when kind of you made the full I, don't, I call it like the transition into the into the sports industry kind of the real world not in school anymore how did you kind of get your first job how did you get your your foot in the door um kind of for your first job uh, for my first job, like I, I really started um, 
like while I was in in school in grad school mm -hmm. and I, I um again I'm a little bit older than you guys so you know we didn't have uh, the world opened up to us as much as it is right now so um uh, but I did a lot of just um just research um I thought about I I, I had um a subscription to um sports business journal so I would read that weekly and I would like just like read about what people were doing in the industry what companies were making moves like what moves they were making and I would keep a spreadsheet of like okay I learned about this company like let me look them up and see like what types of jobs they have available and I just I did that for like two years and I applied to every single one of them <laughs> and I met yeah. as many people as possible like obviously I had multiple interviews that didn't you know bear fruit but it was really good experience for me to just you know, get, get in the habit of talking about, you know, what I wanted to do and also just ask questions. Um, I did a lot of just informational interviews from that too. Just um, yep. if they didn't have a job <clears throat> open, just talking to them more about like, well, how did, what did you do to get to where you are? What do you do on a day-to-day -day? and what are your goals? And um, just things like that, just learning as much as I could from as many people as possible. But that's really how I did it. I just kept a, a spreadsheet and I just, you know, <laughs> hacked away at it and, resume after resume, you know, cover letter after cover letter, um, you know, and also just use my network. Um, mm -hmm. I met a lot of people at, in Georgia, at Georgia State in Atlanta, just volunteering for things and just, you know, asked if they could, you know, just even be a reference. Just having that a person that's notable, that's already in the industry kind of vouch for you and sponsor you, so to speak, um, really speaks volumes. So that was really helpful for me too. Yeah, definitely. Um, that's awesome. Those are all sort of great skills that you just mentioned. So I guess kind of where I wanted to segue is for people who may be listening to this or people sort of um, around the industry, whether they're still an undergrad studying sports business or in graduate school, um, as you were at Georgia State, what would you kind of say the biggest piece of advice is for them to kind of break into the industry? Would you say it's more of networking, like you mentioned, or kind of keeping up with industry trends, like you mentioned, reading Sports Business Journal, um, a combination of both, or is there kind of anything else that you would suggest? Um, it's definitely a combination of all of those things. Um, you know, networking is such a scary word for a lot of people and self-included. <laughs> I consider myself an introvert. Like now I've learned how to turn it on and off so I can be an extrovert, introvert when I need to be. Um, but I think when you take out the, I guess, the fear of it, it's really just talking to people about what you love. And, and all of us have had to do it. We've all had to, you know, approach someone and introduce ourselves. And, you know, the more you get into the habit of doing it, the easier it becomes. And it's just a part of who you are. You're just talking about what you like to do. Even if it's sparking yeah. a conversation <clears throat> a game, like just talk about what you love to do. Um, so that's super important. But again, the balance of that all is is what is what people need to be. Um, I, I impress upon people and I also impress upon students to just be open to different possibilities. I think a lot of people only like, you know, you only know what you know. So you're, you know, your your goal is to work for a team or a league. And but there is so much in the industry. Like that if people just research and just kind of think of all the things that sports um and entertainment touch. Um, I mean, you can you can work in your know, concerts, but that can also be a part of putting on major sports events. So it's agencies that do all of the above. Um, it's just so much you can do the, from the brand and the property side to athlete representation or athlete marketing, digital marketing and sports. If you can figure out a way to break through, you know, um, technology and use it in the sports world, like you're, you're gold, <laughs> you know, like right. if you can figure out how to solve a problem 
then, you know, you're set. Um, so just be open to the different possibilities and think beyond, you know, what's, uh, I guess, obvious. Right. And I guess touching on that, how have you been able to think, kind of think beyond and, you know, kind of go outside of your the scope here and, uh, I guess, like I said, kind of beyond your limitations and get into those different fields? Um, for me, uh, you know, I was open early on, like just kind of taking not anything, but taking what came to me, um, you know, it's a very competitive industry. So, you know, sometimes like my first job wasn't necessarily the job that I really, really wanted or really saw myself doing, but I wanted to figure out, okay, what can I learn from this? And what, like, what skills can I pick up here that might be beneficial to me later on? So like, um, you know, I learned how to code websites and I had no okay. you know, to do that. I learned um, in different positions, like how to manage CRM. And I do that now. Like it's it's like picking up these skills that I would learn, need to have in the future that have been super important. So um, just being a sponge, asking for more responsibility, asking questions while I'm working, like, oh, hey, can I be a part of that project? Or, hey, can I just sit in on meetings and just learn how you're approaching it and, and just just learn. Um, that's really just, I don't know it all. I still don't know it all. There's so much I have, to, I have less to learn. Um, so I think if you're always a student of it, then, you know, you'll be pretty good. Yeah, absolutely. I completely agree. And I'm sure Connor does also that, you know, everyone's got to start somewhere and no matter where you start, kind of the skills you gain and, and things that you learn can really affect sort of where you go in the future. And like you said, you were doing things 10, 15 years ago that you're now doing in your current job. Um, and speaking of your current job, I kind of wanted to transition over to, you know, your role as the VP of brand marketing for the Las Vegas Aces. Uh, what would you say is is kind of your favorite thing about uh, the profession that you're currently in? And then also sort of what are some of those skills that you mentioned that maybe you just recently learned or learned a long time ago that you really use every day? Mm -hmm. um, I think one of my favorite things here. Um, you know, coming from the NFL side where resources are abundant, my favorite thing here is really figuring out ways to be nimble. Um, you know, we don't have a large content team, but we try to figure out how to how to do great work, even with just limited resources and resources being people mostly. Um, <clears throat> just so just figuring out different creative ways to do that has been really fun. But also coming from the NFL and seeing what's possible has been like what's really been like the driving factor, like, no, I know we can be excellent. Like we could be better and we can, we can reach this level and we can have these resources. And, and this is the, the, the caliber of how our production should look. And this is how our game should be. So like all of that, like has really helped my position here, but in, in this role, I'm able, and with this team, I'm able to really just be creative and like, we, we throw a lot of things just against the wall and see, we see what sticks, um, you know, we're given that kind of, um, just creative, like, uh, well, no leash, really, um, to just think of ways to, you know, reach our goals um, as a as an organization and just think of ways to grow the game. So that's really fun um, and really different from what I'm what I'm what I've been used to. Obviously, with the NFL, there's a certain way that things are done. They have their tentpole events, and it's kind of like this is what we're going to do every year. You might right. do it that way, but you you know generally know what you're going to be doing. We're here. We're just we're figuring it out. <laughs> so yeah. Yeah. It's causing me to be nimble. Um, and it's causing, you know, forcing me to be creative and really forcing me to like, again, pull from a lot of different experiences, um, you know, I've, I've had from my career. So I'd say that, you know, in times where it didn't really, I couldn't really see like 
where is all this taking me? It's like, in this role, I can see like, oh, I learned this skill and I'm able to apply it. I learned it from here, able to apply it. So it's it's been really cool to see that kind of play out. Yeah, that's awesome. And it's, I mean, it's it's really cool to kind of see things go full circle, right? Where you started and how you're using it later on in your career. And I wanted to dive in a little bit about uh, kind of a quote or whatnot I saw on one of your bios. And you said, I prefer not to call it work, but instead to practice my craft which I thought was super cool and you need to print that on a t-shirt and start selling it. But how have you done that and, and, and turned in your, your work kind of career into a craft? Um, I just, um, I love what I do. I think like, like my favorite part is talking to, you know, <laughs> young people about, you know, what I do and what, and, and how I've kind of built my career. Um, I, I just love it. Like it's, it's definitely, um, it has its pain points, obviously long hours, you know, sometimes you miss out on summer vacations or other vacations, but it really is, um, it really is, uh, what is the word, um, satisfying and gratifying when you can see what you're able to accomplish. Like when you can see a sold out building and you can feel the energy of a crowd and I've just won my first, well, I didn't win the championship, but the team <laughs> just won the championship. <laughs> my championship under my belt so like like the grind the grind the grind and like getting there but then also like planning the celebration around that and planning content around that like I just really love what I do um like I um like I wake up every day and it's like it's a lot of different things I could be doing that could be worse than than this this gig so to speak um but it's really like I said it's it's like a, a perfect balance of of art and science like I can I can make decisions from my gut, but I can also just make decisions from like, hmm, I just think it'd be cool, you know? <laughs> so, yeah. yeah, it's it's really it's really good to hear that you're sort of enjoying where you're at now and kind of just enjoyed the journey and the ride uh, the entire way. But you just talked about how uh, the Aces just won the WNBA championship. So obviously I'm sure that was super exciting for you. And then along with that, I know that the All-Star game is in Las Vegas this July. So in your specific role right now, you know, being focused on brand marketing, how have kind of those two things changed sort of what's going on now, whether it's simply around the team or also just around the city of Las Vegas? Um, it's a it's a lot of good buzz, a lot of a lot of good stuff that come from that. Um we're also in that in between that next month, we're opening up a new facility. Um, that's gonna be our headquarters. So wow. it's a million dollar facility state of the art um for our, <clears throat> for, our for our front office um and so it's, it's a lot of good stuff happening um we're also sitting on um a few different partnerships that will be you know game changers for our, our organization um so it's been really cool obviously you know i don't ever say that winning is a strategy like it's not like have even if we didn't win the championship I, all these good things would still be happening because right that's the type of brand that we're building here. Um, you know, it's about, you know, obviously the ultimate goal is to win the championship, but it's also the ultimate goal here is to grow the game basketball and to grow the league um, and to really show that Las Vegas is a ripe sports town. Um, all of these things collectively, like us winning a championship, being the first major professional team to do so in Vegas and then bring in the all-star game. And then Vegas has Super Bowl next next year. We've had yeah. Pro Bowl for the past two years. We have the college football 
playoffs and we have the NCAA, like all of these, you know, huge things coming to Vegas just really allows us to be a part of that story and really amplify, you know, what's going on here in the desert. So um, it's all good stuff. It's, it definitely creates for some, you know, really busy weeks, um, you know, meetings on meetings on meetings, <laughs> but it should, uh, it's really cool to be a part of it all. So I'm really excited about what this year has, has to offer. Yeah, a lot of fun stuff there. And kind of going along with that question, how have you seen the WNBA grow in just a year with like the Aces and where do you see it growing in, you know, three to five years? Uh, good question. So, I mean, obviously I was a fan first. So um, I remember, you know, being 13 when the league started and how excited I was to see, um, you know, women playing basketball and see representation of people that look like me, like excelling in their sport. Um, you know, having played basketball, I knew I wasn't good enough to play professionally, but it was still something cool to, you know, everybody has that, you know, that Jordan. Yeah. <laughs> well, everybody thinks yeah. Jordan. We've all been go. there, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so it was, it was cool to be a part of that. But um, yeah, it's been, um, the, the league has had some very, has, it's, I feel like they're on a, it's, it's like a steady growth spurt. Like, um, mm -hmm. you know, it's not going to be this rapid growth. It's going to be steady. Yeah. It's going to be steady. Um, and I and I think what what has been, I guess, misconceived or mis mis what mis misspoken about is that when the women and mm -hmm. the players are fighting for to be paid as much as the men, and that's not true. You know, what we're right. fighting for to be paid fairly. Um, you know, based on the work that you know that these women put in. But that comes right. at us hoping to drive revenue and generate revenue and finding new sources of revenue. So the better we can be at that, that's going to, you know, help, um, you know, the players now and in the future. Um, so I think the W is, is, is on a really good path. It's going to be growing pains, just like any league. Um, it's going to be growing pains in the team, on the team side too. Uh, but I think everyone collectively in the league and at the, at the team level, we all want the same thing. And, you know, some of us have different, you know, thoughts about how fast we should get there. <laughs> um, but um, I think the league is in, in in a good space. And the more that even college college women's basketball, the the um, excitement and the growth of that really helps, you know, elevate the yeah. W2. Um, I think it's in good hands, so. Yeah, I, I definitely agree. And I, I'm a big uh, basketball person, both Connor and I are, and I know um... – Specifically, I know women's sports are growing a lot. I think women's basketball is definitely one of the biggest ones. Uh, just kind of what we've seen the past couple of years with um, both kind of bringing a notice to the women's NCAA tournament and then also um, the NBA really pushing for the WNBA and things like that. Um, and so I know I kind of want to touch on you've had different experiences in the NFL, the NBA, college athletics. You're now in the WNBA. Um I don't know if, if this is the best way to ask it, but what is, what's kind of been your favorite experience from sort of everything you've had um, and having the opportunity to see how all these different leagues and, and athletics run kind of, where do you think you want to be five, 10 years down the road? Do you want to stay in the WNBA? I know you've only been there for a year, um, but sort of kind of, where do you see your career path growing from here? Um, I would say from a favorite, um, I'd say my favorite experience and really where I learned the most was, was probably with, um, with the, uh, um, the, the, the things right well there. I learned so much from my bosses, so much from my peers there. 
and even I, I still keep up with them. I still share ideas with them. Um, just learning just how to do excellent work. Um, I've I really enjoyed that experience there. So I would say that's been my favorite. Um, obviously winning the championship is second and none. So that's, you know, <laughs> that's right up there too. Um, but moving forward, you know, I, I used to try to think, you know, five years ahead and I've stopped doing that. <laughs> so I'm trying to just kind of, you know, bloom where I'm, where I'm planted, so to speak. Um, but there's so, like, I still feel, even though I'm, you know, older than you guys, I still feel pretty young in the industry where it's so much that I still Definitely. have and so many things that I still want to do. Like, I would love to work on the brand side, like for a Nike or a New Balance or a Puma. Um, I would love to work on, um, you know, the athlete marketing side, like for a Clutch or a CAA or a Wasserman. Like, it's so many things that I really just have an interest in um, that I don't want to, like, just pigeonhole myself into going into one thing next. So I'm leaving it open um, just as long as it's fun and it, you know, <laughs> it satisfies right. you know, that part of me that's looking for that that excitement factor, um, I'm all for it, so. Yeah, that, that's cool. And I think it's, as we touched on a little bit, it's always, you know, changing and there's so many different jobs and even like, you just reminded me that that clutch agency, they just came out with a clothing line, which I feel like is super just like out of the box and no one, I don't feel like an agency has ever really done that. So there's like even stuff like that where, you know, five years, things can be so much more different where like, you know, there's a new sector, there's a new this, so. So it's just kind of keeping your mind open to, to different opportunities, I think, is 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 key and beneficial in, in everyone's career. And then we we appreciate, you know, you stopping by today. We know you're busy. You got a packed schedule with the aces out there. And, you know, good luck to them. And as, as you just signed Candace Parker and, you know, the, the hype's building. Season, season's right around the corner. So we wish you guys all the best of luck in your season and we appreciate you stopping by today and we're just going to close on a quick kind of a, a no huddle we call it you know timeout session where i'm going to give you about four or five questions just kind of rapid fire and then um just so the listeners can kind of get to know you a little bit more uh here at the end so the kind of the first thing that comes to mind just just rattle it off all right here we okay. go so what is your favorite book oh man <laughs> um there's a book um, called the um, uh, Herding Tigers. Um, it's okay. um, kind of how to manage creative um, creative teams. Awesome, I like it. I like it. Uh, next question: What is your favorite marketing project you've worked on? Uh, our playoff campaign from last year. All right, all right. And then, what is your favorite medium, or how do you stay up to date in the sports industry? Twitter is awesome. But you obviously Twitter. have to sure that the source is correct before you <laughs> <laughs> before you you know delve to, uh, dive too deep. But I, I love Twitter. Like I like watching sports with Twitter is game changer. Getting my information from Twitter game changer. Agreed, agreed. And and then um, what would it, what would a piece of advice would you give to someone who is just starting out their career in sports? I'll give two. Um, just stay present. And always be learning. Just soak up everything you can from every experience, even if it's not the one that you dreamed of. Like it could lead to the dream. So just always be learning. Yep, beautifully put. And then, how can our listeners and followers? How can they, you know, stay in contact with you? Um, what's kind of the best way to to to, to follow your career? Uh, LinkedIn's always a good one. Um, uh, also, Twitter. My Twitter handle is ddugs. 11th so d does 11 
Um, but those are the best two ways. So um, I'm pretty responsive. Um, so if anyone wants to reach out, reach out. Yeah, no, Wilder, we have we have some eager, you know, students and uh, classmates that are looking to connect in the industry. So I'm sure your now Twitter DM box will be full here in the next little while. So that that that'll be fun for you. Well, thank you, thank you. I appreciate it again, guys. This is this has been fun, and um, I encourage you to you know keep going with your podcast. And this is a learning opportunity for you guys too, and a networking opportunity too, a perfect networking opportunity. Mm -hmm. Yeah, appreciate yep, it, Deandra. Yeah, appreciate it. We'll, when we'll uh, stay in touch and we're looking forward to following you in your career. Awesome. Thanks so much, guys. Yep. See you. Hey, you know what they say, it's all about who you know, and now, you know Deandra Duggins.